Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, listen, buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. I really want to hear, really want to hear from some of the provinces for some of the unearthed talent, like um, that I haven't watched as closely as, as others. Is Fergus Burke ready to take that step up? Ruben Love, Aidan Morgan, um, anyone else in the in those first five stocks that you feel could rock and roll it in the All Black level? Let's go to the phones. We've got Thomas. G'day, Thomas. Hey mate, how you going? Good, thanks, Thomas. Yeah, first-time caller. I've uh, texted a few times, but, uh, yeah, first-time caller. Great to hear you, man. Great. Yeah, yeah. Hey, just a couple things I'd like to have a chat about, if that's all right. It's the stage is yours, my friend. Um, first thing is um, all these uh, – I know it's not quite midday madness, but I'll get to that soon, but um, all these sharing records that have been tumbled in the last few uh, weeks, it's pretty impressive. Um I went sharing with my brother yesterday and did my first 100, and I can hardly walk today. So oh. what those guys put themselves through every day, and to get to that level, it's um, it's bloody impressive. Yeah, I saw on um, one of the social media ones, because <clears throat> I'm friends with Sarah Hiddeny, and her brother broke a world record, I think. Yeah, he broke a Piers one, a double st- uh, two-stand one with his mate. Yeah. From Tyapu. Just yeah. like the, tell us about your body after doing your first hundred. Yeah, so I've sure a few sheep. Like I just do a few lifestyle um, like blocks around our place, and um, I probably at the most share fifteen sheep. But yeah, my back is stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> and you I'm, don't you I'm don't a, sound to be fair. You don't sound an old man. No, nah, no, nah, nah, I'm young enough, and I still play rugby, and I consider myself quite fit, and I'm like a dairy farmer, and. I feel like I work and I'm I'm fit enough, but um, holy, yeah, holy smokes, it's um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard work, mate. Like, yeah, eight hours straight sharing, like you get a break in between, but eight hours of actual sharing the day, it's it's hard yakka, mate. It's it really is. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's a huge yeah. effort. Yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, it's more. It's not. I didn't want to make it about me, but it's more about those record holders that are doing well. But um. In terms of the midday madness, um, my solution probably is deeper than um, a few names. Is I've kind of thought over the last few days with all these people going to Japan, I'd love to see um, like kids come out of first 15, they finish seventh form, and then like it's like a scholarship scenario where the top 12 kids in New Zealand get scholarship to Japan. Mm. And, and those two, uh, and there's I think there's 12 teams in that top flight division. So if you send two kids to each team and alternate years a team takes on two kids and they from 18 play till 20 and learn to be like professional players, they 
like they might get a hundred grand a year. It doesn't have to be a lot, like not to inflate them too much. And then they've got guys like Rich Moanga, Bodie Barrett, uh, uh, Brody Retallick. They've got those guys to learn off, and they've got guys like Robbie Deans learning off them. And then also they've got a mate there, and then they've got a group of 12 of them in Japan as well, and it develops the rugby there. Yeah, we'll lose one or two to Japanese rugby, like Michael Leach type scenario thing, but um, they'll come back as 20-year-olds, like ready to hit the ground, super rugby, ready players, and they've they've kind of, I don't know, I, I reckon if, if we get Robertson and we got... Um, Jamie Joseph and Tony Brown over there, and we can kind of work in the, with the two. I think it'd suit both things. I heard someone on the morning, this morning, talking about we need to get into Japan a bit more, and I reckon that could be a bit of a leg in there. Yeah, because let's face the long-term problem for New Zealand rugby is going to be finances. That's why these guys are going to France yeah. and Japan, because we can't match the salaries. And the other thing it'll do, if we're to believe what these players say when they're saying they're going to Japan to experience a different culture, we get them to experience that culture when they're 18 to 20. And I quite like the idea. When you started that, straight away, I'm going to be honest, I thought I don't like that, don't like taking kids. But now I'm thinking about it, you've got the older All Blacks who are going for the last two years of their playing career with all of that experience, some young Kiwis to help foster them. So you book in the age spectrum of a Japanese team a closer relationship with Japan isn't the worst thing because there's funding in there. You might create a, a relationship between Kobe and the Highlanders or, or Yamaha yeah. and the Chiefs or something like that and have a little pathway there. And we can take a couple of Japanese guys as well and help that. Yeah, and also like you, you hear about like Bodie Barra and um, Brody Retallick, when they come back, they had to adapt back into a more physical game back in New Zealand. So these young fellas don't have to deal with the physicalness at that young age when they're still growing. They can go over there. I don't know, I probably overthought it a bit too much and thought that I hit the jackpot, but I just thought I'd, like I say, I haven't rang before and I've, I was pretty passionate about this, so I thought I, I'd ring and, uh, yeah, mention it to you. No, we need people like you with, a, it might be a crazy idea, but it can be fashioned into a wonderful idea, a collective idea, and then a compelling idea. So I really appreciate you thinking about it for a few days and, and then jumping on with me. I really do appreciate it. Ring any time, Thomas. No, thanks. Thanks for the call, Steffi. Cheers, buddy. Uh, Thomas, um, I th- originally thought that's way out left field, sending school kids to Japan, but thinking about it, it's a, it's a good life experience. They'll learn a new language. They're forced to grow up. Um, they train like crazy in Japan. Don't you worry about that. They train longer hours than Kiwi rugby players because when he was saying, you know, they can do their first – I thought that's what NPC's for, but go again – you're learning off TJ and Brody and Bowden and Richie. But what about, he mentioned Michael Leach. That is how Michael Leach ended up over there. He yeah. did a bit of high school over there. Yeah, well, I think he went when he was 15, Something 14, like that. 15. So these are guys that have done their schooling and you'd set up a bit of a path. Um, you might lose one or two. Ryan Nicholas was another one who played for Japan. There's been a few, a sprinkling of New Zealanders and Pacific Islanders that have done it. Um, but wouldn't it be harder to then take a pay cut to come back to try and earn the black jersey? Because you can imagine if you win as 18 and in those two years of your development, now you're 20 and you're a bit of a rock star, the Japan rugby union say, you've only got to do one more year and we'll give you 600 grand. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's harder to take a pay cut than it is to stay on less money when you know the pay 
increases coming down mm. the track. You know, which what is I mean? my unite might need to go a step further in that New Zealand Japan relationship to get a a commercial relationship between the super franchises and some of the Japanese teams. Uh, it's a discussion point worth doing, and I really appreciate Thomas ringing up and doing that. Um, Dai from Manawatu said, Staffy, there's no late night shopping at Terrace End anymore. What happened? What happened? I speak, have they jumped, Dai, have they jumped into line with the rest of the city and gone Friday night? That's what made Terrace End special. Because Friday night shopping was town. Thursday night Terrace End. Get your stuffed um, potatoes. Who did that? The Stadden's, the Stadden's opened that stuffed potato shop around on Main Street there. I could reminisce all day, but we'll take a break. Do feel free to call and make some replacements for, inevitably, 2024. Uh, Dane Coles, Brady Retallick, Shannon Frizzell, Aaron Smith, two first fives in Bodie and Richie. Um, possibly Sam Whitelock, not 100% sure, but Artie Savia as well. So we're going to need some new All Blacks next year. 0800 150 11, that's Midday Madness. Join in. Uh, welcome back in. You're always welcome to text double eight double three Temper Bear Post text machine. I will get to those, but we've got calls on the line, so we go to Jeff from Ashburton. G'day, Jeff. Jeff, how you going, mate? You well? Very well, Jeff. Hey, um, I hope it's loaded not too loud, but we're doing some river protection work. The Ashburton River and Richie McCaw actually are part of business. Ah, there you go. I think it's a good best the box. Hey, there's a couple of things. First one I want to look at is like bears and uh, and razor. I feel like that's that's coming back in vogue, apart from those school teacher type coaches, isn't it? Guys that resonate with their players. Yeah, absolutely. And the more fun you have, the more you want to win. And a guy called Nigel Walsh, and that's what I'm gonna get to about you know, five eight. Nigel Walsh, who uh, two years unbeaten, or except for a Shield game, which they nearly won against Hawks Bay from South Canterbury, is he's got a first drive he bought in called Sam Brick out of Nelson. Yep. And that boy is one classy football. You know, he kicked he kicked about sort of eighty five percent. You know, with the uh, with the boot. His um his touch finding is probably the best I've ever seen, and it would be up in the high nineties as uh, accuracy rate. He's, um, he's a really gifted, you know, all-round, complete first five, passes both ways, you know, with accuracy, reads the game well. And South Canterbury success, so I sort of put down a lot to that young fella, Sam Briggs. And the unfortunate thing in the reality of the rugby world in New Zealand is he's probably going to have to leave South Canterbury to get to get high honours, maybe go back to Tasman or something, snag a, snag a Super 8, bit like the Marty Banks trail, actually. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm going to keep my eye on him. I'm going to have a look out for him. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't have a look at some of the highlights. We'll have a look at the highlights of that final. But, um, so yeah, I mean, even at Port Spade last year, they were pretty unlucky, South Canterbury. 
a wee bit more rubber the green, they could have taken the shield. Hawks Bay would still look at that game and think, we got a hell of a fright. Yeah, well, that's a heck of an unbeaten run South Canterbury have got, hasn't it? Nigel Walsh, I mean, he's a guy. Why couldn't he coach at the high level as well? Oh, yeah, Nigel's a great guy. Well supported, you know, some Chris Garden co. Gary Nessie's and some good old um, parents, good old South County players. Makes that sort of set up. But, uh, Nigel, I think, played over 100 games for South County himself. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love those rugby people in the heartland of New Zealand. It's just wonderful. Hey, Jeff, fantastic talking to you. Great that you're working, clearing out the rivers down there too. You enjoy the rest of your day. Appreciate you calling. Good talking, mate. Take care. Cheers, buddy. That's Jeff from Ashburton. Uh, on hold, we've got Richie from Kapiti Coast. We'll take new sport and weather. We'll come back with Richie and anyone else that wants to call 0800 150 811. Buster, you better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Welcome back in. We go down to the beautiful Kapiti Coast. Talk to Richie. G'day, Richie. Hey, mate. How are you? Very good, Richie. Hey, uh, just on replacements, um, like at halfback, wasn't Triple T selected a few years ago and then sort of pushed to the side? Yes. So could he be a replacement? Yes, he's sort of been. He's just fallen off the radar, Triple T. And, and I think it was around a size physicality type thing. He's a great distributor. Um, they seem to like a box kick. Maybe that wasn't good enough. I don't know. But he is a handy player and a good team man, Triple T. So, yeah, that's a good yeah. shout. And then for, like, Colsey's replacement, uh, what about his old protege, uh, Ricky Riccatelli? Riccatelli, yeah. So I'm trying to think. If Coles and if Cody Taylor did go, I feel like Cody might go a bit longer. We've got Samasoni Tokiahu who is probably the number one hooker now. Asafo Amur's been used a little bit as well. Yeah, hard to know. Ricky, is Ricky Riccatelli? I think he's a good, super, fantastic NPC player, good super player. All black? Um, I, I guess you don't know unless you don't try, eh? Yeah, exactly. And look, it's, um, with all these players exiting, I think it's the time to get some of these younger guys into that all black frame like they used to, you know. Don't make them an all black. Just bring them and get them used to the, the culture of the all blacks and mm. then you know, when 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 their time is right, um, you know, I think that's where Razor and and all that will know when it's time to bring these younger players through and in, into that frame and and put them on to start. Um, and then looking at first fives, you got Perifeta, um, Bryn Gatlin. I, th- I think he 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 just needs a little bit more time, but I think he's the only other outstanding player. If you look at how he went last year. Yeah, I I do feel like there might be. Like for a World Cup All Black squad, is there anyone out there like Nehi Muldaskada who went to the, I think he went to the World Cup as an uncapped All Black. I might be wrong, but a very new All Black. Is there anyone that hasn't played in the All Blacks yet who might pop up in the in the All Black World Cup scheme? I just I don't know if they're out there. Um, Perifeta will certainly go up the picking order. Um, and with Bodie and Richie Moonga both leaving, he's probably the incumbent or maybe Damien McKenzie. I don't know. Yeah, and um, just on Thomas's call earlier about sending these young players to Japan, I think it's a great idea, mm. um, especially if you if if you can put them with a mentor, like you know you um, you get them to settle in with the likes of TJ or um, Bodie and that who have been over there, they've done it, you know, because you you put a young kid in that situation, eighteen, nineteen, fresh out of high school, um, with with a bit of money in their back pocket, you know they, you know, hopefully these kids have got 
bit of heads on their shoulder now. But, you know, you look at some of these NBA stars and that who get recruited straight out of high school um, or college and into the NBA making millions, and they blow it, you know. So having a mentor over there um, with, with that sort of thing, would I think, would go a long way with these young kids. And we've got well. a lot of New Zealand rugby coaches there as well. There's a lot of them. Oh, exactly. And, not, you know, I think overall, you know, the All Blacks could set up a, a training a training thing over there where they could pull um, these kids into once, you know, between in the off-season over there and, and you know, do any testing that they need and, and help them out that way as well. Yeah, brilliant. Yes, yeah, so I think it's a conversation that's worth having and, you know, you never know what conversations are going on <clears throat> behind closed doors at New Zealand Rugby. That's probably something worthwhile doing. Um, and, and that's the thing, I think... Um, you know, I think there's some changes ahead. You just look at um, Anoka heading off to Chelsea and, and that. So I think there's some signs to come of that. I think there's some people in there that are going to start making some changes and, and it, hopefully these conversations are being had. Yeah, brilliant. Awesome, Richie. Good chatting, mate. Awesome. Cheers, mate. Take Have it easy. Day. Have a good day. Richie, out of the Kapiti Coast, you can join in. 0800 150 is our number. Um I've just spied something, actually. Completely irrelevant, but I'm allowed to do that. Um, when I was talking to Pumawari yesterday about the pipeline, I picked the two winners. And I said Tyler Wright would win the women's. Um, she's made the final. It's on at the moment, minute and a half to go. And she's just trailing. Carissa Moore's just caught a decent score. So... Um, Hoping Wright to pick one up. And I said, John John in the men's, he didn't make the final. Jack Robinson against Leonardo Floravanti. In fact, I think Jack Robinson eliminated John John. Anyway, that's, uh, that's by the by. Um, 0800 150 I'll take a pause for a break. And when we come back, join in. Or I've got some good text messages and I'll start reading those out too. Welcome back in. Uh, some Ripper suggestions have been made. Uh, we're trying to find out from you guys who you think might be wearing... Black jerseys next year. With the departing of Dane Coles, Brody Retallick, Shannon Frizzell, Aaron Smith, Bowden Barrett, Richie Moonga. Haven't confirmed if Sam Whitelock has said he's done. Brad Weber, Ardi Savia. There are some first pick All Blacks there. Um, there are some first pick, uh, potentially Cody Taylor, but we haven't put him on the list. Potentially Sam Kane. Haven't put him on the list though. Um, hey, Steph, this is from Brian. All the replacements will come from the Hurricanes or the South Island, as there doesn't seem to be any all-black quality players in the Upper North Island, I think. LOL. <laughs> Hot on the heels of that. Ken, Zahn Sullivan, Blues, Hoskins, Satudu Blues, Kurt Eklund, Blues, Patrick Tupelodu Blues, Peyton Spencer Blues, Akira Yuani Blues, Essendon Tuitupo. There's a new name for me. To name a few, there are plenty. Peyton Spencer, but soon, but soon. He's only allowed on limited minutes and sevens at the moment. Certainly for the future, Ken. I don't think for 2024. What would he be? He'd be 19. I've had 19-year-old All Blacks. Rico was 19, I think. He was a 19-year-old All Black. Um, 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 a few for the mix here, Steph, from Adam. Uh, Ricky Riccatelli and Samasoni. Samasoni, definitely. Already there. Uh, flankers, Blackadder, Cullen Grace. Now, there's a name. Now, he broke his collarbone, I think it was, but he is back training with the Crusaders and Stephen Perifetta for um, Adam as well. Some good names there. 
Um, oh, and Di's told me there's no Friday night shopping at Terracent either. It's Saturday shopping. I remember shopping at Terracent Bookshop. I would have sold you your magazines. Di, potentially, as a very young chap. Um, um, I'm going to leave that one for now. <laughs> I need to I need to vet that one. Uh, this is why we need Razor coaching the All Blacks with all these young guys coming through after the World Cup. He is the perfect coach for assimilating youth into experience onto the international scene. Perfect coach for that. He's brilliant at talent ID, making them feel part of a big team. I can't wait for the announcement. Well, I can wait because that's what I'm used to with New Zealand rugby is waiting. Um Staff, a bit off topic, but wondering if you guys play the rugby super tipping game. And if so, is it possible for the peasantry, also known as listeners, to challenge the nobility, SENZ hosts, for bracking rights? Cheers, Mark Christchurch. We are going to play. I haven't I haven't registered yet. I must do that, actually. And that is, um, I've actually got a bit of paper with all that. All that detail written down. Stand by, callers. Here the, it is. The, everyone goes into the one pool. You can make your own little breakout um, competition. So oh, right. everybody that signs up, I, I, this is my understanding at least, is they're all in. You know, we're all in it together for ultimate bragging rights. But then you can also make out make your own little breakout league where you and your teammates play against each other. So what you're saying, what I'm taking from that is that I should set up an afternoons group and people can join in that if they want and play with me and Sam and. You and whoever else. That could be a go, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Let, let me let me double check that, but I'm pretty sure that's the I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> You're the pack go. peddling quick. Mm. Um, In fact you can't do that at all. No, 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 let me let me check. So SENZ Super Rugby Tipping 2023 is now open. You could win the ultimate New Zealand sports experience for you and a mate worth two and a half thousand dollars. Sign up and play now at tipping.senzradio.nz. Thanks, and please sign up yourselves, Ruben. Oh, I shouldn't have read those last couple of lines. So, yes, everyone at the station is going to sign up. That's gone out to all of us, um, the whole lot, actually. People like Dan McCarty's on their email. Neeps, who's his way at the moment, had a shoulder reconstruction. Navit, who got smashed in the floods. Izzy's there, Kimberly, Kirsty, me, Watto, McIver, Kempe. So we'll all be in the SENZ tipping comp. So what did I say the website was? Tipping.senzradio.nz. And we'll figure out if we can set up little subgroups. And um, and I'll let you know, and we'll just. Oh, it's afternoons a bit naff. It's probably the one that's easiest to find. Uh, um, probably, what could I call it? Super PM. I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure that out. Um, give us a yell, though. Replace our, our All Blacks that are standing down, retiring, or going to Japan or France or wherever else they're going. 0800 150 811 is the number. And we're going to go down in. About six seconds to Wellington as we just transfer him from the phone box to the main desk, which has happened now. And it's Scott. G'day, Scott. Hey, Steph. How you going? Good, Scott. Just since you're talking about the tipping, if um, since ECNZ had jumped in with the Warriors now, if, if you guys are going to do it, one as well. I think there's an NRL one, and I think it's run out of Aussie, Manaya, is it? Yeah, there was an ECN uh, Aussie one last year. Um, but like you mentioned, uh, Scott, we do have a relationship with the Warriors this year, so let's see if we can't get one off the ground. I've heard whispers around the office. Oh, have you? But we haven't had the email come out, so so nothing yet. We, um, I mean, worst-case scenario, we just jump on the Aussie one, which, you know... Um, it's all good. Nothing like beating an Australian. I'll tell you what, you'll hear about it first here on uh, Afternoons on SCNZ, Scott. <laughs> yeah, no, 
<laughs> Especially if Staffy's winning. Um, no, it would be it'd just be good if yeah, no, to have, have one with the hosts on or the hosts on as well. It just just makes it that a little bit more fun. Yeah, it'll be brilliant. But yeah, I tell you what, and me, there's no joy me playing tipping comps because if I win, everyone says, "Well, you're supposed to," and if I lose, I'm a numpty. That's how it works. That's how it works. Well, you can you can you can take the the bragging rights from the World Cup with Argentina winning your sweepstake at least. That's it, mate. Do you know eleven people still haven't paid? Eleven of the thirty, whatever it was, haven't paid. Yeah, never mind. I'd be sending emails out every day if I was here. <laughs> yeah, there's a thought. Thanks, Scotty. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk to Zane from Paraparaumu and you if you call us 0800 150 Oh, sorry for chucking a hole just before the ad break, Zane. Uh, I didn't quite see you. They hadn't come through to me, but always good to talk to you. No worries, my friend. I'm just about to jump out of the car at the golf course, so it's perfect timing. Sorry about hey, it. Um, <laughs> oh, it's all right, mate. It's all right. I'm sitting here admiring the uh, tenth fairway as I wait in the car here. Love um, Couple of points there. Um, tipping comp last year, mate, they had that um, host league. I don't know if you recall, but I ended up coming second or third in that thing without watching a single game of Super Rugby all year. <laughs> um, so I think that's the key to successful picking is don't watch the games. <laughs> don't try and predict what's going to happen because so, you'll be wrong. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think it's just taking the emotion out of if you don't watch. I just you know, basically you know, listen to what you guys are talking about and on the news and stuff and just went with my gut, and yeah, it works. So should have been putting money on it. So I'll be keen if you get the afternoons going up and up and running there. All right, we'll see. The, um, the, Z, the, the Z's comp, mate, Zane and Zane. The Zane and Zane, yes, yes, if it's alphabetical, alphabetical order before ZZ week top. one. There you go, mate. ZZ Tops, oh, look, look ZZ at you staff. go. There you go. ZZ Staff. Hey, hey um, on the up-and-coming players, I'm pretty sure it was on your show about a year ago, a couple of people ringing up Adamant the next Dan Carter was playing um, first five in Christchurch, first 15. I don't know if you remember that. I'd be curious if anyone down in the village actually knows who they were talking about and how that guy's going on, um, whether he's, he's coming up through the ranks. I can't remember the guy's name. That does ring a bell. It up and he had a, yeah, a couple of calls about that. And um, Zion Sullivan, mate, I'm really excited if he actually gets a chance. I had a feeling with the way things were going, he was just not going to get that, that shot. But for me, the way he performed against the um, Irish last year for the Māori, I'd love to see that, that young fella in the mix. I, I like him and Balin. I like both the Sullivan boys. I think they offer something pretty special. There's a nice little hard edge to them. And one big thing that you can't coach in Zan Sullivan is vision and how far he can kick a ball. I mean, he can get you yeah. out of trouble. He, he's he got a heck of a boot on him. Um, yeah, I, I think no, he's a special player. He's already on one side each, mate. Oh. He reminds me a bit of um, a, was it Bruce Rayhunter, who used to play for the Mouldy, but never really got a crack at um, yep. Yep. the All Blacks. But he just he had everything every other country had won in a fullback, but just for some reason never got it. So I hope this is his chance, and um, he takes it. Yeah, I think Brucey Rayhunter ended up, a, he's a legend at Northampton. He, he oh, I think he played till he was about 37 or something like that. Yeah, great shout. Good just on a, you, Zane. Just a note, um, seven hours and three minutes, mate. Counting down. Till? The, wa- the Warriors, mate. What do you mean, Till? The, wa- the, wa- the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right, Let's mate. Go. It's a perfect yeah, day mate, for you. Paraparaumu Beach Golf. Go go home, watch yep. the Warriors. It's just perfect. What a weekend you're in for. Oh, mate, what a, what a week. All right, cheers, mate. Have a good one. Go well. There's Zane out of Paraparumi, about to go and play on that beautiful course. 
Um, beautiful Lynx course of Parapara Umu. Very famously uh, at Parapara Umu Manai, I played there once in a trial. I used to play in all the trials knowing I'd never make teams, but they'd put on a tournament, call it a trial. And there's four par fives at Parapara Umu. I eagled three of them. Wow. In fact, I have heard this story. I used to live on the Kapiti Coast. <laughs> they talk about it. <laughs> and didn't break 80. <laughs> God, how's so he on the par threes? I'm, what, what happened? I'm six under on three holes. Yeah. I might have shot 79 or 80. No, it didn't break 80. It must have been 80. Where yeah. did you lose those strokes then? Just normal golf. All over the place. Like the par, one, of, it was a windy day and two of the par fives were um, downwind and summer, lots of roll. So I eagled 18, which was my first nine. I eagled that other one down there. Uh, 18 was just off the green, hold a long putt just off the green. The other one I hold in a chip and the other one I hold in a nine iron from about I don't know, 80 metres. It was just fluky. I don't do stuff like that. Tremendous. Staff Elka. Staff Elka. But then, you know, I was having bogeys and double bogeys and, you know, you're six under on those three par fives and you end up uh, eight over, so 14 over the rest of the uh, 15 holes. I saw Christian Cullen a couple of times at the gym in um, Paraparuma uh, and I saw him only twice. One time he went in there, he could not get a workout in because the amount of people who were harassing him for photos or to sign things. <laughs> uh, second time it happened again, never saw him again. Never saw him again. I think he's just like, this is too hard. He's got a home gym now. I reckon he's he got, would. He's got an awesome big home gym in his garage. Plays at Paraparumu most days, does Cully. But his home gym and his wife is an amazing, um, not bodybuilding, what do they call it, fitness, uh, all around thing, and she trains the house down and is amazing. And they've got a wicked home gym in their big double garage. Forget about parking your cars in the garage, it's a full-size gym. Forget about people punishing you at the gym for selfies. Yeah, that's it. All right, uh, coming up to one o'clock, uh, remember after one we've got Kaylee Bell. She is the um, warm-up act, the support act, the opening act for Ed Sheeran. Must be a dream come true for... One of New Zealand's best country singers. It's a bit different, but I'm looking forward to it. News with Johnny Mac first.